brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, are you guys, I'm going to start it. Are you guys psyched to get the show on the road? <laughs> Let's bring those other two slutty bimbos out. Please welcome to the stage, um, Mike Palazzo and James Arden, everybody. special intro, Mike. That was really good. Yeah. Mike Th made that. Thanks, guys. I made that. <laughs> Very good. I made it. It's my art, and I made it. Don't throw soup at that MP3. <laughs> you know what? Mike dressed as a banana really... Um, it gives you a real vibe. You seem... <laughs> I don't know. A bit sadder or something. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> um, well, us three, we are, we are all dressed up yeah. for this Halloween show. Yeah. Yeah, we should talk. Chris. Oh, yeah. This is the Evil Men live Halloween frightmare. Right. Chris. <laughs> Chris yeah, was you, supposed you, to uh, say that. You forgot to say it at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Oops. Um, but that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> right, actually, it was like two hours ago, I think you said that you were in the bath. Two hours ago, I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, the show must go on, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, Chris, tell us about your costume. What are you dressed as? Oh, what do you guys think my costume is? Yell it out. to be witty tonight. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh, but why? What's the blood? I guess Mario killed some 
little gremlin guy. <laughs> I, I, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take it easy. It's simple. It's simple. It's uh, Dr. Warrior. <laughs> Dr. Warrior, then. Get off my fucking case. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, man. <laughs> All right. You guys even know why you're here? Uh, no, I'm a psychopath that went into the hospital, put on a doctor's coat, and just killed, uh, you know, women giving birth. <laughs> Women having abortions, whatever. I just killed Wait, everybody. You killed women having abortions? <laughs> That's evil. That is bad. I didn't discern. I was in a blind rage from being tired. Fair enough. Fair enough. That yeah. didn't get a big laughs, but uh, I'm, I swear I'm joking. It's everybody. very. <laughs> it's your victims had very like uh, pale blood. Like, yeah, very, yeah. I know. They yeah. were anemic. Some yeah. of their, uh, some of the victims' blood, uh, blood actually got on my bloodstones backstage because oh. Chris, Chris was kind of uh, not very careful. Yeah. I uh, well, I I'm dressed as a, a burglar. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking scary. Put on. Do you have your mask? Put on yeah, your mask. I can't mask. see. I took the mask off because I don't think I'm going to be able to read if I have it oh, on. Oh, very so tight good. on the eyes. It's it's mask. very good. But I thought I could be the Hamburglar. Or if anyone listened to a, I think a couple episodes ago, Chris, you talked about a scenario with yeah. a burglar who broke into your home. Yeah. I could be that guy too for Halloween. You know, if you to get that rep. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago in the house. You know what he's talking about? Because oh, Chris, sick, sick. the context the context was that Chris, you said you sleep in the nude, and I said, oh, what yeah. would happen if a burglar broke into your house and you had to leap into action to defend your family yeah. in the nude? And I I can't recall exactly what you said. Oh well, uh, that did happen to me. Yeah. And I went downstairs to confront the burglar, and the burglar fucking sucked my fucking dick. <laughs> And I went, that's right! That's right! I was like, Bob Odenkirk and nobody. Which is interesting, because then James, knowing this, yeah. you chose... Are you really a banana? I mean, you, come no, on, it's, it's just a... But it's fictional. different. It's not like Chris, two, two episodes ago, was like, I'd love to put a banana in my mouth. And I was like, oh, yes, please. Wow. I would, though. I love the potassium in a banana. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, maybe we should talk about your costume. Yeah. You right. are a banana. I am a banana. There are, there's no two ways around it. <laughs> I, I cannot tell a lie. I'm a banana. Uh... <laughs> And I and I bought this banana costume for thirty seven ninety nine. <laughs> Cost of living crisis. Um, but I am a banana because it doesn't seem initially like a scary costume. Right? It's just a fun fruit that's full of potassium, as you mentioned, Chris. Yeah. But it is. It does. Uh, points to a scary thing that could happen in the future. Uh, the Cavendish banana which is the most popular banana that we see in grocery stores, is actually in danger of extinction because of a fungus spreading around the world. And so we're only maybe 20 years away before bananas are extinct. And so, okay. and so my costume is very scary. Also, I have a fear of eating bananas in public and being seen eating a banana. So this is uh, me facing a fear. 
Okay, I like it. Yeah. It's a good costume. It's all yeah. right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, you know, it's Halloween time. There's a lot of scary <laughs> stuff. It's a scary night. Yeah. Um, Did you get scared? Can I ask before... Someone dressed as Chris. Did someone dress as me? <laughs> uh, that's, that's for the best. Just Chris. Sorry, Mike. I saw someone said that they were going to dress as you, but I guess it didn't happen. What would that even mean? <laughs> Wait, is that it? You got something over there. You're wearing a hoodie. I never wear a hoodie. <laughs> That's true. I've never seen Mike not in a collared shirt. You don't know the first damn thing about me. Um, no, but you look very nice. Thank you for driving from Chicago. <laughs> Does anyone here have a, a, a finely pressed uh, button-down shirt with a white T-shirt underneath? <laughs> And, and, and the button is, uh, the first two buttons are undone. And, that is his move. <laughs> and one of two pairs of pants. <laughs> Did anyone here tonight bring a pair of gag sideburns? <laughs> <laughs> my sideburns are my longest relationship. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> But you were saying it's a scary night. <laughs> yes, 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 you know. I was thinking before yeah. we get going with our evil topic tonight. Yeah. You know, maybe we could all talk about, like, the scariest thing that ever happened to us. Oh, you know? fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. Shit, man. Yeah. Holy I thinking, fuck. I was thinking, you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, uh, I think I've talked about this. I was at Shh, my bedroom. Hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my bedroom with my friend, and then we saw an arm reach around into the bedroom, and then I'm like, oh, that's my mom. And then we went, and I saw my mom driving in the driveway. It wasn't my mom. And we don't know. My friend, shout out to Brian, we don't know what that arm was. Wait, wait, did you say shout out to Brian? Yeah. Brian, my friend. He's my, he's my arm friend. My, yeah. friend, my friend Brian and I, what's up, Brian? Remember the demon arm? Yeah. So, what, boys you, for life. <laughs> the, the bond between two men who saw a phantom arm can never be broken. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? What the You're hell? Still, was well, this? that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Was it, I no think one? it was someone else's arm. <laughs> was it. Translucent or green? It was a normal-looking arm. Yeah, oh, sorry, Slimer's it was a, arm. A Slimer's arm. It was a human arm. I swear to God, we both saw it, and wow. it looked like your mom's arm. No, it it just you, you know saw a, dis, a disfigured arm, and you went, "Mama!" And then her car pulled up in the driveway. Pretty much. That's, that's just fucking crazy. That's like an Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah. Two boys in a bedroom in the nineties. And they think they see an arm. <laughs> yeah. Quoth the arm, Mama's here. <laughs> ooh, wee, ooh, I feel just like Buddy Holly. Oh. <clears throat> Mike, yeah. though, what about you? Weezer's Blue album was hot at the time. Oh. <laughs> and I saw, and me and Brian saw a floating arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I should tell this story because it might be. Too scary? No, no. Go, go ahead. Probably the scariest thing that ever happened to me if was. If it's as scary as your banana tail, <laughs> I can't handle yeah. anymore. Didn't get quite the response that you two got for your costumes, but uh, that's okay. I, 
this was uh, years ago when I was uh, visiting London, England. Already scary, right? Mm-hmm. So expensive. And then <laughs> it was uh, it was the dead of night, and I was walking back to where I was living, and there was a like a lot that had been that where a house had stood that had been demolished, and so it was just like a fenced-in lot. Of like rubble, shit, and a <laughs> yeah, yeah, rubble figures in this story, uh, and infenced within this lot uh, in the dead of night, there was a man sitting on the on a pile of rubble, a, a gigantic tall bald man in the dead oh. of night. As I walked by the fenced off area, just screaming in the dead of night. As I walked by him, and he made eye contact with me. <laughs> that's scary. That's the scariest thing that I've, I never served uh, in a war, but that's the scariest thing that ever happened. Just close as you're gonna get. Yeah. I think people that did serve in the war saw stuff like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we respect them for it. <laughs> I think I should get some sort of military medal for seeing that man. I saw what may have been a specter looked like the singer of Midnight Oil <laughs> screaming his bloody head off. Yeah. Man. It was freaky. My yeah. mic cuts out, eh, David? A little bit? Or is it just... no? Okay. It's the uh, phantom in the room. Chris, um, what about you? What's the scariest thing you've ever seen? Oh my god. Ten years ago, okay. on a night, just like tonight... <laughs> Oh. I got a BJ from a ghost. <laughs> oh, really? It was so scary. I screamed my head off for 48 minutes. <laughs> wow. Did, did you... The ghost only gave me a BJ for 20 minutes, and then I turned the ghost over and did it from behind <laughs> for 28 more minutes, just screaming my fucking ass off. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, it was so, so scary. scary and good. Oh. <laughs> it was so scary and it felt so good. Right. It was so easy to do. <laughs> Can I ask, Chris, did you... This is a scary question to ask, but did you finish? Yes, I finished. It felt like I came into the air. <laughs> wow. Hands free. Oh, that's terrifying, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's a tale you could tell around a campfire. Oh, I did, and I got arrested because I wasn't supposed to be at the camp. Oh. And you're not supposed to say those things. Yeah, you know, right. it's like a, yeah. Mary, Mary Shelley's lucky that you weren't competing in that ghost story competition <laughs> that gave us Frankenstein. <laughs> Hey, Mary Shelley, listen to this one. I said as I burped after gulping down a goblet of vino. Listen to this one, babe. Lord Byron, where the fuck are you going? Get over here, you little pussy. Have I got a tale for you? Not... Most podcasts don't have the balls to take shots at Lord Byron. And... And Mary Shelley! <laughs> Where are you going, Purse Blythe Shelley, you fucking pussy ass bitch? I'll fucking yeah. kill you, you nerd. Yeah, yeah. Ozymandias, my dick. Yeah. Yeah. 
People are going to say my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's true. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's true. crazy. That is absolutely Isn't crazy. That scary? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's scary. Scary stuff. Um, by the way, Chris, before we move on, um, yeah. how were your chicken wings? You were almost late because <laughs> you were at Hurricanes next door eating some chicken wings. Shout out to Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Hurricanes, if you want us to sponsor you. Or, or we could, they can sponsor us. You can sponsor us. I think they can sponsor us. <laughs> we can sponsor them. Hurricanes, give us 100 bucks and some chicken wings a month, and we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know that I ordered chicken wings, so I was waiting for a long time, and then I told them, where are they? And then they said, we didn't know you ordered them. So I almost didn't make the show. Yeah. Because I needed hot wings. You and now I order them it and now, then leave it. I ate them standing up right over there, and now I'm tired, <laughs> and I feel sick. And, and anyways, yeah. is that the story you want? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> well, guys, um, you know, yeah. we, again, we've got the evil yeah. man, the topic for this week coming up. Yeah. But before we do that, <clears throat> because it's Halloween time, we thought maybe it would be exciting to tap into the occult and summon some evil men tonight. Some real evil men for the past. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Is everyone comfortable with us summoning evil spirits tonight? Are you okay with it? Who gives a shit, right? Right, whatever. Chris, now I understand you told us at Hurricanes when we were waiting for your chicken wings that you know of an incantation to actually summon an evil spirit, yes. an evil man. Everybody knows that uh, I play guitar. <laughs> yeah. And I dabble in the occult. Um, <laughs> and yes, I have an incantation. Let's see if it works. Should we? Shall we? I, I think we should try. Yeah. I think yeah, we yeah. should try. Now we might open up a portal to hell in the during this incantation, but that's okay. That's I'll, fine. I'll say the first... There's four words. That's it. It's pretty easy. I'll say the first two. You guys, the audience, repeat it back to me. You guys repeat it back to me, too. Okay. And then I'll say the second two. You guys repeat it back to me. And then we'll see if it works. We conjure up a spirit, whatever. Okay. You, you guys good with that? <laughs> so the first two words of the incantation... <laughs> with an E. Incantation... Is nipple sucto. <laughs> nipple sucto. Uh, triple fucto. Triple fucto. It's very, it's very rude incantation. Okay, so is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. I sense an evil presence. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! An, An evil, evil presence is coming! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is so scary! This is so scary! Oh please sit down! Sit down, evil spirit! Sit down. Someone said Nico Sako. What? <laughs> they are here for you. Uh, who? Evil presence. Uh, please introduce yourself. Who are you? It is me, the last king of Scotland. Idi <laughs> Amin. Ruler of the seas, the oceans. That's the same thing, but I rule them all. That's so scary. Wow. First thing I've got to ask, what is James McAvoy like? 
fucking prick. Okay. Idi Amin, I'm a big... I'm not a fan, but I, I'm aware of your work. And thank I, you, thank you, thank I you. I guess it's nice I to have you it. here. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm a big fan, Idi Amin. You're crazy, man. I, I, I love you too, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I eat your food all the time. In Uganda, we, we eat that every day. You like my sauce? Yes, yum, 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 in my tongue. Oh, it's e- an honor, it's an can honor. I, do you prefer Mr. Amin, or can I call you Edie? You call me Edie. Edie, you're wearing a little Meg- Edie. Little Edie, you're wearing well, a reminds Meg- me of Edie. Uh, reminds me of Edie Brickell. Edie Brickell. Edie Brickell. Yeah, you're wearing a beautiful enough. Scottish kilt yes. tonight. Yes, very traditional. You know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not two shirts tied together. It's not. <laughs> it's not that. They made the fabric in Scotland. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they put it in Uganda. Oh, yeah. And then they made this for me. And it's, it's fantastic. It's wow. glorious. I wore this to the Met Ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you. I'm, well, I'm, I'm great. Yeah, so what are you up to, Edie? You know, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm doing influencing. Yeah. <laughs> really? You can follow me on Instagram and be real at Black Hitler. Um, <laughs> Okay. That's a catchy handle. Yes, yeah, I, I yeah. came up with it myself. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm thinking about I'm going to start a family restaurant. A family restaurant? Yes. Wow, what's it called? Um, TGII. TGII. Thank God it's ED. Oh, yeah, very nice. Or greedy EDs. Which one you like better? I don't, I'm not really... Which I one? like I like the ring of TGII. TGII. Very good. It reminds yeah. me of like remember how before he died Kenny Rogers had those restaurants. Kenny Rogers Chicken. Yes. Oh, yes so this could yes. be you know you have the uh, name recognition. Um, uh-huh. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Branding. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Would I'm, you add any more eyes like TGII? <laughs> I'll consider it. Yeah. The people who dress like me for Halloween are laughing the most at what I say. <laughs> Where's all the people dressed like me? Huh? Where's all the kilt sats? Representation. Oh my god. So, uh, Edie, what's this family restaurant you're starting going to be like? Yeah, well, what's the menu like? It is going to have all of the Edie amenities. Okay. Oh, okay. oh shit. Okay. Full service bar. Right. Um, what is that thing? The, the, the chairs for the children. Um, oh, so it's... Right, it's a family-friendly restaurant, so yes. kids are welcome. Yes. That's so nice that you have chairs for the children. Yes. Specifically for them. Yeah. I have yeah. chairs for adults sometimes, but, you know, yeah. it's mainly for the children. Yeah. That's nice. Um, yeah. I have... What else do I have? I have a lot... It's... Oh, I forgot about this. I'm a fruititarian. I only eat fruit, so everything is fruits. Oh, cool. You would fit in very well. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Don't don't eat me though. <laughs> no. I joke. See, I'm funny. <laughs> I'm a funny man. Yeah, yeah. You, know? yeah. you, you can tame yeah, multitudes. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, can you do a lot can be of funny and evil. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I don't know if I'm evil. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Amin, I'd like to apologize on behalf of the podcast for James accusing you, Edie Amin, of being evil. <laughs> I, am, I am sorry. I know all of these people think I genocided all of these people, but I didn't do that, okay? Like, okay. like think of Uganda back in the 70s as, like, Instagram, okay? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, unfollowed 500,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a that's a much more yeah. pleasant way to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just unfollowed them. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know that. Somebody else that. will follow them, I assume. Yeah. In the afterlife. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. Um, uh, so you were saying there's a lot of fruit at your. There's a lot of. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, they're going to have. I'm going to have a lot of traditional Scottish food. Ooh. Yes. You know I'm going to have uh, samosas. <laughs> um, bratwurst. Um, poutine. Um, but all in fruit. Oh. That kind of sounds fucking shitty. <laughs> Chris, don't! <laughs> I, I, that sounds like it sucks. Well, Chef Boyardee, do you have any suggestions? <laughs> yeah, meat and and fries. Okay, 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 okay. What do you think? Wings, fries, blue cheese. I'm actually thinking of that, but I want to do this thing. It's going to be very yeah. exclusive, and it's going to be all of the stuff is shaped like my penis. Hmm. I would eat wings shaped like your penis. You would. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Well, you already did tonight. Oh, <laughs> my God. Chris, you were eating Idi Amin penis wings. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. He got you. He got you. These nuts. I'm just trying to remember uh, when I did it. Anyways, you got Edie, a great you're, laugh. You're much more. Uh, 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 you're much funnier than the history books give you credit for. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. We should change the name of this podcast to Funny Men <laughs> or Evil Admin. Yes, Admin. yes. Yeah. Evil Admin. Good. Evil Admin. Well, like so it? wait, mm. did I eat chicken wings in the shape of your dick that were actual chicken wings, or did you ghost your dick into my mouth? I want to figure this out. <laughs> You guys laugh so hard, but you don't know how it worked out either. I just want to know the logistics. I ghosted my dick in your mouth. <laughs> okay. And you loved it. Okay, thank you. I just like a Halloween mystery. Your Excellency, is that how, how I should refer to you? Um, what neighborhood will your family restaurant be in? I'm curious. I think Liberty Village. <laughs> Hey, right here in Toronto. I like nice. it. I like yeah. all of the condos. Yes. yes. It makes me feel at home. Good investment. Yeah. Yes. It's a beautiful area. I'm smart. Oh, wow. Well, Edie, uh, you know, I think we really want to thank you. Thank you so Unless much. there's anything else you wanted to no, say. Uh, Edie, is there anything or... that you want to say to all your fans out there that look up to you and are yeah. inspired by you? Anything that you want to say to give them like uh, encouragement or anything like that? Don't let the haters get you down. That's a good advice. Edie, yeah. me. I love you all. Ediamin. Thank you. That's very nice. Oh, Ediamin. What a nice man. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm yeah, concerned about. Yeah, come back anytime. Yeah, one thing I am concerned about is we might not have included quite enough uh, Chris having blowjob jokes tonight. I think there's only been about four so far. But yeah, I didn't do the chicken wing one. That's true. Hey, are you guys freaking ready? For tonight's evil man! Let's do this. All right. So it's Halloween. It's scary. Yeah. There's spirits around. Yeah. We wanted tonight's evil man to reflect the occult. So we chose for tonight's evil man, Alistair Crowley. Woo! 
there he is. Uh, you can't, if you're listening, you won't see this beautiful image of Aleister Crowley looking hot as hell. <laughs> Looks like, I guess, like Uncle Fester from the Adams family. But, but English and hornier. <laughs> he was horny as hell. Was it, James, would you say that he, um, that Aleister Crowley was a horny motherfucker? Well, that's one way to put it. Um, I just need to ask. He definitely had high sex drive. Okay. I'd say that for sure. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, well, here's a little... Uh, here's a little overview. Aleister Crowley was a notorious English poet, novelist, and occultist. Was, I'm gonna puke. He was branded as evil, egotistical, a raging genius, and a messiah of anti-Christianity. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Egotistical, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Aleister Crowley was basically the biggest reason why things like occultism became popular in the West, extending to things like New Age mysticism, crystals, horoscopes, (laughs) all that. He's a big reason why that got popularized in the West. Wow, so without Aleister Crowley, we wouldn't have crystal culture. Exactly. So, what did he do? Did he set up a shop and sell trinkets or something? (laughs) Well, you're gonna see. No, but uh, to be to be perfectly serious, though, I've heard of him and his occult ways, and he's influenced lots of weird O's. That's true. (laughs) Weird O's. Are you a crystal fan, Michael? Do you own crystals? I have one crystal. Really, just one. It's very big, and I keep it beside the toilet. (laughs) Okay. I know someone. Wait, what? You have a giant crystal by the toilet that you rub when you're taking a shit? Well, I didn't say that, but yes, I do. Uh, yeah, it just spreads good vibes in the in that particular room. Yeah. Like, it's also funny. In the banana costume, you do seem like you're sweating. It seems like it's a hot... Uh, it seems like it's a hot... I'm not sweating hot in this. banana. No, I've never been more relaxed in my goddamn life. Okay. <laughs> You don't look good, Mike. You, look you don't like look healthy. Dying. You don't look sane. No. You don't you look, look like good. Real. Oh, come on, guys. You look like a guy who rubs crystals to help shit come out of his ass. <laughs> I knew a lady who, like, believed in the power of crystals big time, and she's dead, and she died young. Anyways. All right. Thanks for that story. Right. Well, it didn't have a BJ in it that time. Okay, okay. It didn't <laughs> Well, let's start with Aleister Crowley's early life. Yes! He was born in 1875 to a wealthy family in England, a family of, oh, of brewers. There you go. His family were brewers. Like, like, yeah. like the Molson family. Sure. Imagine if a Molson yeah. uh, grandson had been a Satanist. Yeah, well. Oh, of course you get to dabble in the occult when you're on daddy's dollar. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, there's a lot Mr. of that. Mr. fucking... Privilege over here. <laughs> Check your privilege, Alistair. Check your privilege, Alistair Crowley, you fucking... Mm-hmm. Sorry, James. No, no. Uh, so, uh, growing up, you know, he's in this wealthy family, and Trust Alistair... Fun. Yeah. Alistair had a strange rela- strained relationship with his mother, and she described him as the Beast. A nickname that he loved. He kept that nickname his whole life. Ooh, keep calling me that, Mama. I love it. And she's like, oh, Alistair. (laughs) It's not supposed to be good. (laughs) 
Uh, Alistair's parents were devout Quakers. His dad would preach and read the Bible to Alistair and his mom after breakfast every day. They were real okay. hardcore religious types. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, that and, always, yeah. Yeah, and in 1887, when uh, Alistair was 11, his dad got tongue cancer. Makes me think of Michael Douglas. Oh, he yes! Was, so what this is the doing, opposite sir? of a BJ. He was going down yeah. on a lady. Well, you gotta wonder. It happened yeah. to Michael Douglas. Didn't yeah. Michael Douglas say that to David Letterman? Yeah. I got tongue cancer from. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe yeah. Alistair Crowley's dad yes. did too. I don't know. Yeah. No, Alistair Crowley's dad for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, this tongue cancer was treatable, apparently. Okay. I don't know how. But anyway, for religious reasons, the dad was like, no, no, I don't want treatment. And then he died. Oh. So this led maybe led to Alistair being kind of like, I don't know about Christianity. Maybe this yeah. is stupid. So that's maybe. when the beast thought that maybe Christianity was bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So Alistair, you know, he inherits his fa- like a lot of his father's wealth at a wow. young age. Yeah. And so you know, cool. Yeah, it would be cool. And he's rebelling at school. He's sinning like crazy. <laughs> He's doing all kinds of sins. He's smoking. Shit. He's masturbating. <laughs> he's, he's standing on the street corner just puffing and jerking off. <laughs> I'm the beast. Fuck off. <laughs> the beast needs his release. He's even paying ladies to have sex with him. Ladies. <laughs> at a young age. And at a young age, he got gonorrhea. Oh, from one of these ladies. Yeah. That's irresponsible. What does Maria do to you? It turns you gr- green on the penis part. Okay. Whoa. How do you know that, Michael? I, you knew that very quick. I Google gonorrhea once every night before going to sleep. <laughs> Michael's been in every port. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> So he doesn't believe in God. He's got a green penis and he's smoking. Yes. He's so what? If there smoker. was a God, how explain gonorrhea? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he was a college man. He did oh. a three-year course at Cambridge. He still got into college after all that sinning. Yeah, yeah. Cambridge is, I think, where John Cleese went as well. <laughs> oh, Cambridge also publishes classic literature books. <laughs> yeah, well, he went there. <laughs> And uh, when when Alistair went to college, you yes. know, you can imagine college life. Mikey went yeah. to Ryerson. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Former, formerly known as Ryerson. Oh, sorry. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, known yeah, as yeah, uh, yeah. something else. But when, when Alistair was in college, yeah. he really embraced two things. One, having sex. Yes. And two, mountaineering. <laughs> so he's a young man with a uh, private income. All the gonorrhea he needs. Yes. And he loves climbing mountains. Oh, he loved, He was like a right. huge mountain climber. Right. I can, I will say, it, a person who loves having sex, you could also call that mountain earring as well. Hey, that's kind of fun. Yes, you could. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire tonight. I'm full of wings and I'm ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Mounting. Anyway. No, it's good. That's good. good. Thanks, James. 
<laughs> so you get, he, he was genuinely a serious mountaineer, uh, mountaineer. Right. And he was part of the first British group who tried to climb K2, <laughs> which is the second highest mountain in the world. At that point, no one had ever climbed it. So That's good for him. He was, he was good. Yeah. And he goes to show that extreme sports. Yes, he loved extreme sports. And the gonorrhea community can achieve anything. <laughs> That's right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Climb any mountain. His spirit is going to fuck us up, man. <laughs> You know what? We get into demon stuff and we're going to make fun of it. And part of me wonders, like, what if? Oh, yeah. If we're we'll dead. know if demons are we're real dead. because they'll come visit us after yeah, this. Yeah, they are real. Um, <laughs> so Alistair in college experimented with bisexuality. Okay. And he said this was like a mystical experience for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's getting more into this mystical vibe. He's having a lot of sex with the... Uh, Sex workers, one of whom gave him syphilis, along with the gonorrhea. So he's got two now. He's got hey! gonorrhea and syphilis. He's got two. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they cancel each other out. Wow. Yeah. That's so mystical. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You're back on track, right? So uh, <clears throat> now this is kind of fun. You know when you're in college, right? Yes. And you, you know Michael. <laughs> Michael looks deranged. <laughs> you know, you're in college and you get into body, B-A-W-D-Y, yeah. you know, rude stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alistair in college, this oh. guy, he loved erotic poetry. Oh, God. Mike, were you dug into that I, in Ryerson? I eat, I eat, slept, and br- breathed erotic poetry <laughs> when I was a college man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You, Chris, did you like erotic poetry when you were uh, in Dartmouth? Or, uh, Dalhousie. Dalhousie? I went to Dalhousie for one year, and I wrote erotic poetry every night and then got kicked out. Damn, it was really? the most mystical experience I've ever had. <laughs> well, big under- tits, like flowers in the field. <laughs> Swaying this way and that. <laughs> the uh, my deep. mom is mean. <laughs> The dean would like to talk to you, Mr. Lark. <laughs> that was a Halifax accent, because they... Yes. They sound like idiots. <laughs> uh. Well, uh... Um... Alistair, yeah, he wrote erotic poetry too, and under the Damn. pseudonym Archibald Bishop, he self-published, which is always a good sign, mm-hmm. he self-published uh, an erotic poetry collection called White Stains. Okay. First of all, Archibald Bishop sounds like an alias for your wang. 100%. Oh, meet my Archibald Bishop. Yes. And then the book's called White Stains. <laughs> That's the worst name it's of like all a, time. It's like a Frank Zappa song. <laughs> White Stains. Don't trust them. <laughs> also, let's be real. Jizz, it doesn't stain white. It's sort of just you fucking idiot. Keep your ghost away from us, you fucking nerd. (laughs) But but James, you have have to remember this was in a time before cell phones. That's a good point. He may not have known. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't know how to Google if his sperm was a white stain. 
Um, now, uh, Alistair wrote one notable poem that I would say is not especially erotic seeming. Let's hear it. Called Celia Farts. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear a stanza of Celia Farts? I, yeah. It, it doesn't exactly have a title on par with, like, do not go gentle and do that good night. No, no. <laughs> Here's a Celia farts. Yeah. So here's an excerpt. Celia's butt to the left of me. Celia's butt to the right. In Dangerous Minds, Michelle Pfeiffer's like, I'm going to teach you kids to respect the written word. This is a poem called Celia Farts. Oh, if you like raps by Too Short, kids, you're going to love poetry by Alistair Crowley. In Celia's farts, the poppies blow. <laughs> Here's the uh, a, a, a stanza of the poem. It was, uh, When Celia farts, my hasty nose sniffs up the fragrance from her parts. Shamed are the violets and the rose when Celia farts. Huh. And you're telling me this man who wrote this had syphilis. <laughs> I just wrote a poem called Chris Pukes. <laughs> oh, so, you know, he's good at poetry, obviously. He's, yeah. he's very good. Very, very good. good at it. Yeah. Um, maybe I should dabble in the occult. <laughs> well, Chris, amazing segue. He, you know what? He should have stopped doing erotic poetry and gotten into STEM. <laughs> You know what I mean? There was more money and a better future in STEM. Yeah, or coding. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> so, uh, it's 1898. Chris, what's up? You're standing up and... Oh, you're having a drink. Are you getting another beer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys get an inside peek into what it's oh, yeah. like. According with Chris, he just kind of gets Sometimes up and goes to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it, though. Okay, here... Oh. Do you? Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. <laughs> Do you want another beer? Yeah, I'm, uh, Isaac's getting it for Oh, me. nice. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> so yep. it's 1898. Oh, oh sick. Yes. Yeah, it is sick. <laughs> That's 100... Uh, no, it's yes. 95 <laughs> years before Nirvana released Nevermind. <laughs> yes. Is that... <laughs> Yes. I, got this, I got it wrong. I got that's it wrong. Good. That's good, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Alistair, he's getting interested in the occult. He's getting really into this. That's good. Um, and he, it seemed like he wanted to rebel as much as he could from Christianity. He basically started thinking like, yeah. hey, to truly be happy, maybe you got to sin. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He started believing in ma- <laughs> He started yeah. believing in magic, which is very cool. Yeah. And uh, classic God, bad boy stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Magicians are the ultimate. Yeah. He started believing if you just did- hanging around, smoking, jacking off, <laughs> getting into being, magic. Being, yeah. Being sick down here. Banana nana. <laughs> Yeah. So he's starting so to think, cool. you know, maybe we could do these ceremonies and like summon gods and demons and everything. Yeah, yeah for maybe. sure. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he gets, uh, he joins this group in London called the Order of the Golden Dawn. 
What a name. I would love to be a part of a group with that name. Sounds good and no problems. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know that's no issues. Yeah. Sounds like a company that makes bread. <laughs> um, and he moves into a flat in London. A flat is what they call an apartment. <laughs> Thank there we you. go. <laughs> with another Golden Dawn member and uh, named Alan Bennett uh, to live with him as his personal magic tutor. <laughs> Now, when you say tutor, is this going back to the fart poem? <laughs> I mean, they probably farted in there. I but, can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> the order of the Golden Dawn. Uh, yeah. Proceed to farting. Uh, it makes sense, though, to, if you're taking magic seriously to move in with your personal magic tutor. Right? It does. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the yeah. only way to learn. It's yeah. like when you want to learn French, you got to go to France and speak the language. Yeah, yeah. If you want to use magic. Yes. If I had a magic tutor, they'd be like, do you want to learn magic or not? Pay attention. <laughs> I'd be like, I think I have ADHD. Where are you going? Why are you getting up in the middle of our doves out of a hat lesson? <laughs> Don't you want to see a demon? <laughs> Chris is getting his beer. There we go. Cheers, you fucking psychos. So yes. Crowley's doing <laughs> ceremonial magic, and he's doing drugs ritually. No, no, what drugs no. like opium, probably. Nice. Uh, Molly, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's doing lorazepam. Oh, it's good for a flight. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, this is kind of funny. Yeah, when Alistair Crowley conjure up. Fuck, see? Uh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Uh, I'm the third important one on this podcast. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> no, come on. Ah! Okay, it cuts out when I really give her. Yeah. Uh, it's not worth it anymore. Please go on. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, here's a, guys. Here's a, <laughs> we'll cut that out. We won't cut it out. <laughs> here's an interesting little note, Mike. And oh. I, for some reason, I think this is a good Mike detail. Oh, nice. Around this time, <laughs> Alistair developed a love for Scottish culture. <laughs> and he started wearing a kilt around like Edie. Like Edie, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that's wow. so cool. Anyway, back Did to Did he cool. also. Fucking chew on Macintosh's toffee? I wonder. You gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. So uh, back to the Golden Dawn, right? Yes, please. So uh, Crowley's making his way up the ranks of this occult group, right? Yeah. And he wanted to join the Second Order, like a level up. But he was unpopular in the group because he was bisexual. And, and because his his libertine lifestyle, he's all about yeah. sex. And Shame on you, Golden Dawn! Yes, yeah. Cancel. Get with it, Golden Dawn. It's eighteen seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think from now on we should call being bisexual being mystical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Bisexuals are just as good at summoning demons and casting spells as, as everyone any, else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> well, I'm mystical. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs> so, uh... So he's in the Golden Dawn, but he's, like, clashing with the other members of this occult group. I can see it now. Because they're all straight... Maybe. Unmystical. 
you know who's one guy in this occult group that he really clashed with? The famous Irish poet W.B. Yeats. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I, I I'm sure Yeats. they clashed over idealism in regards to poetry, maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> I imagine, I don't know anything about poetry, but I imagine Yeats is this Irish guy, you know, talking about the countryside. Well, he but, was like, what, like interested in like uh, Irish like sovereignty and like getting Britain out. And he's dealing with this guy who's like, I want to come in a demon's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Yates once said, quote, magic is the most important pursuit of my life. And Yates considered himself a good witch. (laughs) Fair enough. And he considered Crowley as a bad witch. Fuck. That's drama. If... Uh, if, yeah, who? If you don't know who the bad witch in your uh, group of friends is, it's probably you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so Yates was worried that Crowley was going to, like, unleash powerful magic forces against humanity. Yes. And so yeah. Yates... And his friends would try to physically stop Crowley from getting into their <laughs> headquarters. You can't come into the Golden Dawn meeting. <laughs> you can't come in here. <laughs> I don't I'm, even think about coming in here. I'm, <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you try to come in here? <laughs> you don't want to see my bad side. <laughs> I'm a good witch, but even I have limits. <laughs> even I've got limits. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> What I have is a very particular set of skills. Good witch skills. If you take my daughter, I will find you and I will kill you. Uh, Yates also supposedly did a spell that would send a vampire after Crowley. This guy's fucking crazy. Should we be reading his poems? That's what a good witch does? Yeah. Like, you're crazy. Then I know it's a long time ago, but dear Dracula, please get this bisexual that I don't like. <laughs> I'm a good witch. You're a bad witch. Vampire, get him! <laughs> this is the scariest episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, Crowley's like. I'm going to try to do a coup and take over the Golden Dawn. Didn't work out. Crowley was kicked out. Oh, fuck. Shit, dude. Yeah, so so Crowley moves to Scotland. He buys a house on Loch Ness, which was later bought by Jimmy Page. Right. Yeah, Jimmy he Page. Loved him. Lots of musicians like Jimmy Page and David Bowie were heavily into Alistair yes, Crowley. Yes, a lot of people. Yeah. I, mean, I had this for later, but yeah. Alistair Crowley is on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's. Yes. Apparently, John Lennon wanted him uh, on there. Yeah. Especially. Uh, Also, sorry, David Bowie was influenced by Aleister Crowley, Jimmy Page, and also Lil Bow Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And the Bare Naked Ladies. (laughs) Enid Uh, is a spell. (laughs) Stephen Stephen Page should go back in the band. Am I wrong? Let's get Stephen Page back in Bare Naked Ladies. It's crazy. Real talk. Ed Robertson. Uh... <laughs> it's crazy that they kicked him out for doing cocaine. Are you guys That's a band insane. or what? That's insane. Anyway. Yeah. And you called yourselves the Bare Naked Ladies and you don't even party? 
You guys are nerds. Uh, so Crowley's traveling around. <laughs> he goes to Paris and becomes a fixture in the Parisian art scene. Nice. Um, he hangs out with W. Somerset Mon, who based Whoa. a character on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he marries a woman named Rose. They go to Cairo, as you do. Yeah. And they get into the occult, you know, and they rent an apartment. They set up a temple room and they start invoking an ancient, uh, ancient Egyptian deities. Um, while smoking hashish. Wow. Do you think that his... Been there. <laughs> Do you think his rental application where it's like, uh, occupation, he wrote like, bad witch. <laughs> I, I, you know what? In my opinion, being a ba- like, bad witch would fucking be awesome. Whoa, maybe you like him. A lot of people like Crowley. Well, I kind of like him so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeet sounds like a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire, get him! <laughs> yeah, he's bothering us. <laughs> get him yourself, Yates. <laughs> Learn the power of getting him yourself. <laughs> so Crowley, you know, he's doing these... Awesome shit. Awesome shit, I guess. With syphilis and gonorrhea. Yeah? yeah, he's very sick. <laughs> And he claimed that the disembodied voice of Iwas would talk to him. Iwas was the messenger of Horus, who was the Egyptian <laughs> god of the sky. Yeah. The guy in the front row was nodding. You know about this stuff. You just got back from Egypt. Oh, just got back from Egypt. He's doing incantations in the pyramids. Very Man, scary. Okay. Nice. Glad you're here. Sorry. Take it easy on us. I've actually unleashed several things. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay. Well... Uh, Iwas Iwas said that humanity was entering a new era and that Crowley would be the new prophet. That's so convenient for him. It is. That's great. That is nice. He's summoning God and they're like, oh, yeah. So uh, this was a big awakening for Crowley and inspired him to create Thelema, which was this occult philosophy slash religious movement that Crowley created and it's kind of like the Crowley equivalent of Dianetics. The right. Lema. Elron. The Lema. The, the Lema. Oh, T H E L E M A. Right. Thelema and Louise. Oh. Ah! Uh, that's... Brad, Brad Pitt, first big role. He's a star. Yes, yes. Uh, now, I'm joking. That's not true. But uh, it's interesting. And he does, there are a lot of parallels with his, uh, his uh, Crowley's life and L. Ron Hubbard's life. Absolutely. And L. Ron hung out with this guy... Ah, oh, fuck. Jack Parsons, who yeah. really, like was an acolyte of, of Crowley. So, right. It's um, crazy how we're all connected. <laughs> so true. We're all part of the universal heartbeat. Yeah. Heartbeat. <laughs> so the basic principle of Thelema was to do what thou wilt, which oh. people interpreted mean, as kind of like, there's no consequences to anything. Just do whatever you want, which I'm does picturing, sound like you. Yeah. I'm picturing Jack Nicholson and Warren Beatty in the 70s. Were they... Uh, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, Warren. Warren. Yeah. Well, the movie Dick Tracy uh, was directed and produced according to the principles of Thelema. <laughs> Remember Dick Tracy with yeah, Warren Beatty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Madonna. Madonna. 
Al Pacino as yeah. Smush Mouth. It was the Smush. movie was originally going to be called Dick Covered in Gonorrhea Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it's 1905. Right. Alistair and his wife have a baby. Aww. Uh, and to enter. <laughs> That's good for him. That's so special. <laughs> and this is cute. Cute husband. To entertain his wife recovering from childbirth, he wrote her a book of pornographic poetry. Uh, nice. What's preventing you men from doing the same? I can smell your yeah. farts, wife. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, honey. So here's maybe a first little bit of like why he might be an evil guy. Okay. Crowley and his uh, Crowley and his wife and his daughter were in China, and he kind of like left them there and went away. And then his daughter died of typhoid. And then Crowley. So even though Crowley kind of abandoned them, he didn't take responsibility at all, and he kind of blamed his wife for it. And so soon after, his wife became an alcoholic. He kind of had affairs on her, dumped her. She became had a lot of struggles. And he ended up institutionalizing institutionalizing her. So first sort of real, you know. Can I say this, James? Yeah. I think that Aleister Crowley was a flop as a hubby. <laughs> Controversial statement, but we'll see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, in my opinion, here's the really sad thing. This is fucking actually very sad. Oh, fuck. At this point, Alistair got ostracized from the mountaineering community. <laughs> no. That is brutal. How, ouch. Yeah. How could they do that to him? I don't know. Well, he, what happened was he was traveling with some other mountaineers and some... Uh, <laughs> they're climbing a mountain, you know. And uh, some members of his party got stuck in an avalanche. Okay. And Crowley was in his tent, and he heard their cries, but he didn't did not leave his tent to investigate until the next morning. He claimed oh. that when he heard their yelling, he just thought it was shouting conversation. Maybe <laughs> 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 oh, they're just talking. He thought they were Italians. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that's. That's how they communicate, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Greeks. <laughs> anyway, four people died in that avalanche, and he did not help them. Later, Alistair would write, quote, I was not over-anxious under the circumstances to render help. A mountain accident of this sort is one of the things for which I have no sympathy whatever. Damn. I need to say something. Go for it. Up until this point, he hasn't used spells or magic to help anything. <laughs> I know. What is this doing? What are these when demons He's doing spells doing? and magic while everyone suffers around him. Sorry, uh, I've uh, checked the book. There's no spell for um, uh, avalanches. Uh, <laughs> but there are 400 for me uh, uh, coming. <laughs> I conjured up a spell that uh, here we're at the mental hospital wife. I'm just going to sign you in here and that's the spell. That's how it works. <laughs> 
to walk backwards now to the car. <laughs> Abracadabra and all that. Uh, I'll see you never. Bye bye, baby. Hajabadu, <laughs> habadadi. Now you are away from me. Yabadabadu. Yep, uh, that's magic, all right. Uh, lock her up, boys. Cigars for everybody. <laughs> so, at this point, Alistair's inheritance is running out. Every guy's nightmare. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, he needs money. He needs money. So, he was hired by an earl to help protect him from witchcraft. Which feels very foppish. Every yeah. man was so fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. Back then. I say, Alistair, would you be a good chap and help me protect me from some witches? There are witches here, right here at Downton. <laughs> my butler swears it's just a branch tap, tap, tapping against my bedroom window, but I know it's a witch's finger. <laughs> Uh, Alistair knew that this Earl was just paranoid from being a cocaine addict, apparently. But he took the money, he took right. the job. And uh, so Alistair's making money teaching. You know, he's kind of going around. He's teaching <laughs> the occult and magic, not uh, other right. stuff. Yeah. Um, he's writing occult manuscripts. He's having sex with sex workers. <laughs> um, that's pretty much his life. He has a rotating cast of female partners. He would call his Scarlet Women. Ooh. Chris, when you were dating, did you ever refer to ladies you were seeing as the Scarlet Women? No, I called my uh, revolving door of ladies uh, Purple Chicks. <laughs> C-H-I-X? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what might be fun to do... Uh, Chris, do you feel like trying to summon another evil spirit? Yeah, yeah. before we move on, let's do one, another Let's do session. some... Yeah. Let's do some real magic here. Yeah, None of this yeah, yeah. locking our wives away in a mental hospital bullshit. Yeah. Letting mountaineers die in an avalanche shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, repeat after me. What was it? Repeat after me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good memory, sir. Your girlfriend just broke up with you. <laughs> Nipple suckers. No, 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 no. I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's conjure up another spirit. Nipple sucto. Nipple sucto. Triple fucto. Triple fucto. I sense an evil presence. Am I wrong? Oh my god, an evil oh! spirit is here! Oh my so god! So scary! Oh! I'm scared! Uh, evil presence, uh, please introduce yourself. Who are you? Hi, I'm Megan McCain. <laughs> oh! I'm here for balance. What, what do you mean, balance? Uh, this is just a big leftist room <laughs> on a big leftist stage. Everyone you've had on the stage so far has just been some leftist. 
And I'm, I'm, I'm here for America, and I'm here to give balance. Can Great. I get you, excuse me, hi, can I get you to hold this because I like to see it at all times? <laughs> oh, it's a, is that a picture of your late father, John McCain? That is my father, my father, John McCain. He's like Please. a hero or something, right? Yes, he fought in the, fought, sorry, I, sometimes my rhotic R's go. <laughs> so you travel with a picture of your dead father. Thank you. Please hold that nice and high. Thank you. <laughs> I just like to see him. Right. Yes. Um. So uh, we had Edie and Can I say something? Okay. Get started. Yeah. Fucking shit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say something before we get started, Megan. You don't mind? Don't you think... Oh, your dad's dead, eh? He fucking died. Yes, he passed... <laughs> Don't you think that he would have looked awesome with like a mustache or a beard or something? Yeah. The plain white face looks boring as fuck. Facial hair is leftist. Oh, I see, I see. I would like to, may I apologize on behalf of the show, Megan, for uh, what Chris said about facial hair. Thank you. What the hell's going on over here? Are you hitting on Megan McCain? No, but I'm the peacemaker. I had to apologize to Idi Amin. Now I'm apologizing to Megan. Idi Amin is a leftist. (laughs) So, so Megan, you're here tonight. We, uh, what's your game? What's what's going on? Why are you here? I'm actually moving into the field of erotic thriller literature. So, um, I was wondering if I could read out the first chapter from my book. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Are you, uh, audience, cool. are you willing to hear some erotic literature? So, Who is, isn't? Is this like um, in the vein of like, uh, not that I've read them, but uh, Fifty Shades, you know? <laughs> no, it's more, it's more classy than that. Um, this book is uh, about a handsome war hero who is in the Senate. Um, okay. Who just like a lot of women lust after and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Okay, so this is chapter one from the pole on which he displays his flag. Um, (laughs) Chapter one, dollar cost. Sorry. (laughs) And any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Of course, no one would ever accuse you of anything otherwise. Please hold that up, thank you. Nice and high. It's the most boring, you know what? We, you, the most boring face I've ever seen. That is such a leftist point of view. I bet if his face was painted with rainbows, you'd like it just fine. Well, no, no. Can I just say also? I say no. I say no. I don't think your father would would have been able to hold his own picture over his shoulders because he uh, he was tortured so badly in the Vietnam War. It's it's fun to laugh at heroics. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. No one's laughing. Okay. Handsome war hero Ron Buckshane had had strong legs like one of those bonobo chimps they sometimes make documentaries about on the Discovery Channel. Bonobo chimps have fulfilling sexual times with each other and nothing is taboo, even father and daughter. like in the human race. Hmm. Ron had a proud patriotic penis and balls. <laughs> Ron McShane was the most important senator in the U.S. of states. 
He oversaw such things as making certain that Miss Socialism never laid a goddamn finger on America. Ron wished goodbye to his beloved wife, Mindy, who was pretty old these days, not like when he married her when she was way younger and also hotter, I guess. But at least she had dignity, thought Ron, not like awful women you see around now, like those bitches from The View, a show he never watched and neither did anybody else anymore. All right. He and Mindy hadn't been intimate slash bone zoned in a number of years <laughs> due to menopause being tough on her downstairs vagina. <laughs> Ron's phone rang. Mr. President, Ron said to the president, it was the president calling. <laughs> Hold it up. <laughs> hey, Ron, there's trouble. Please help. Mr. President, no problem. Ron just left because the president couldn't do anything and it was always left to Ron. Ron went to the Oval Office and the president gave him a memo which Ron picked up with his hands. He read it. He read it out loud. President Loser, this is President Pluton of Russia. We hate your freedom, so now it's war. War, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've spent some time in the UK. <laughs> we have taken all your dollars in the country out of the banks using computers because this is modern warfare. The, ver the very virile Ron didn't flinch, blink, or even feel scared. Ron said to the president, I will save America. I summer in London. <laughs> I have got some help for you, Ron. It is the most expert human being in this area of computer warfare. Bring them in, said Ron. In walked the most beautiful woman Ron had ever seen. She had really light blonde hair, naturally, the kind that was so fashionable in Germany in the 40s. She had a hefty bosom and calves that wouldn't quit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh no, thought Ron. She is so much younger than my wife, who I no longer insert myself into these days. <laughs> hello, I'm Helen Rogaine, she said. <laughs> um, Miss Rogaine, hello, Ron said, officially. <laughs> Hi, I am a huge fan of your work. And by the way, just because I look young, don't be fooled. I don't believe in socialism and cancel culture and all that stuff those bitches on The View believe in. And then they shook hands, and both of them felt extremely hot electricity go through their skin and bodies, but it wasn't electricity you get from a socket. It was electricity caused by their brains and loins and genitals and such. Oof. Wow. They got out their computers. Helen, it is time to get to work. Let's get these dollars back where they belong. <laughs> and they both started typing really fast, like in movies when they do that, but it was real. And soon, they were indulging in extremely intense forbidden lovemaking and intercourse, despite their insanely erotic age gap. Hmm. Wow. Ron hey. started with kissing before eventually feeling up her boobs and butt. And then they took off their clothes and did hand stuff for nearly three minutes. <laughs> then three more minutes of mouth stuff, 
but only Helena and Ron, not the other way around, obviously. Gross. Yes, put your mouth around that, ordered Ron, even though she already was. And it was, and it was just like she always dreamed. Wow. wow. Even though they had just met. P.S. Uh, the president has left by now. Wow. And finally, they did actual real sex like those sexy effing bonobo chimps. And they won the war and everyone got their dollars back. Okay. Wow. Wow. That was great. Oh, very moving. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you. Megan McCain. Uh, does anyone have a fire hose in the crowd? Because I need to be uh, squirted on right now. I'm so, I'm so hot and bothered. And is it just? Is it, it's not just a banana suit. Yeah, it's a no, content I'm of fine. the story. Yeah, it's the story. That's is that cool. what that is? What's this? This is the edge of the banana. But it does look a bit like a burnt edge of a dick. Uh, it does look like the burnt edge of a dick. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's the burnt edge of Homer Simpson's dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Megan, uh, thank you, guys. Do you have any now, questions for Megan before we? Uh, I have a question. Yeah. I now, have a question. Go ahead. Chris. No, you go. Well, I was gonna say I'm not a, uh, a literary critic by any means, but it, it, hearing your story and hearing how much you love your father, some readers could think that you this is like um you're writing a dream of maybe. Do, you know, I know I, this is hard for me to say, but like having re- relations with your own father—that's because the left are full of perverts and sexual deviants, and they're hiding small children in Wayfair cabinets right. and sending them all around the U.S. for true. pedophiles, that is, that is true. pedophiles. That is true. That is true. To have sex with them—that is a—that is a fact. I can prove yeah, it. We're busted on that. P.S. If you would if you would like to buy anything from my fashion range, uh, it's at just out. Um, it's called Fash Mom. <laughs> Catchy. Oh, thank you. Um, my question was um, that was about bonobo chimps. <laughs> there, it's a metaphor <laughs> for for father daughter sex. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what I was thinking the whole time. But you told me that's what it was not about. No, that's the metaphor. Oh, oh it is all clear now. <laughs> I pictured chips doing it. Anyways. Well, good. That's good. So, Megan, do you spend, how much time did you spend in the UK? <laughs> I just watched a lot of Love Island. What? <laughs> It's okay. Oh, it's good. It's a great country. Listen, I'd like to hear your British accents. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, but you're looking for a buyer for this book. so Yes, many... because yeah. the left canceled <laughs> my books. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear my point of view because they run everything. James does a good British accent. Uh, I mean, you know, what do you want to hear? <laughs> uh... You know. What, what do you want to hear? I can, yeah, uh, that's not bad, actually, Dunham. Well done. Oh! That was it's sick. not impressive when I do it, for <laughs> obvious reasons. Really good British accent. Very good. Very impressive. Thank you so much. Whoa! Oh, my God. <laughs> Megan McCain is so cool. Just open your mind and 
listen with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then you'll see. Listen with our minds, bonobo chimps. I'm freaking out. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. You're we really welcome. appreciate your Megan, 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 Megan. Amazing. Yes. Thank you, thank you so much, thank Megan. You. Thank you so much. I, uh, you know, I might not agree with her politics, but I certainly think that she is a, a wonderful woman. Okay. This guy's going nuts. Yeah, really? The banana's oh, come coming on, to your head. Come on. You're acting like a big ass banana over here. Oh, oh, just fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Fuck off. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, James. Are you ready to finish up Aleister Crowley? Yeah! I'm let's so finish scared. up. Let's I'm finish so up scared. Aleister Crowley here. Okay. I forgot about him. Yeah, that's why we gotta go back. All right. You guys okay? Good. All right. So it's 1907. Wow. And remember Crowley got kicked out of this occult order, the Golden Dawn? Yes. Yeah. Well, he started his own occult order. Yes. Good. He called it the AA. (laughs) And it's not the AA we all know. No. That's not the AA I'm not joining. The AA was like the Golden Dawn, but it mixed in Crowley's Thelemic teachings. Okay, Finally. Sick. Finally, yeah. it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently the watershed moment of Crowley's magical career <laughs> was 1909 in Algeria. Oh, yeah. I can just see it now. He did a mountaintop sex magic ritual. <laughs> Flea and Anthony Kiedis were there. <laughs> And he invoked it. He said, what I've got, you've got to give it to your mama. What I've got, you've got to give it to your papa. (laughs) And he he invoked a demon named Choronzon. (laughs) Suck my dick, you mystical bitch. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, Crowley's getting famous now. People are like, oh yeah, Crowley's doing crazy shit. Like, do they have pins? Oh, I Alistair Crowley on their jean jacket? Maybe. Oh, sick, sick. (laughs) So people are saying, you know, Alistair Crowley, he does human sacrifices, you know, right? And Alistair wasn't doing that, but he loved the Mike. You can't yawn on stage. Like just openly yawned in front of everybody. Very, this banana suit's very heavy and it's tired. <laughs> yes, you're very, you're hot, you're sweaty. My apologies. So Crowley's playing you up. You can't take it off. No. So Crowley's playing up this stereotype, or that's not really a stereotype, but he's playing up this idea that he's a Satanist and he likes stereotype. Human, <laughs> he likes human sacrifice, but it's not true. But he, yeah. he loves it. He's famous. Right. Uh, his the AA is getting all these new members. Yes. What does the AA stand for again? Sorry. God, I didn't Alistair's say it. Association yeah. Yeah. Sex Party? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, he starts getting press. You know, one reporter called him the most blasphemous and cold-blooded villain of modern times. Wow. That Here's reporter a- sounds like a square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Have you ever seen magic spelled M-A-G-I-C-K? Yeah, I love it. Well, that's an Alistair move. Woo! That's so cool. Yeah. Alistair to thank for that. (laughs) He didn't, like, 
do it. Well, he wasn't the first to do it, but he brought it back. He, 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 that was a way for him to, to distinguish between stage magic and actually legit magic. Right. It was with a K. So if you're just like um, doing a card trick, that's M-A-G-I-C. But if you're jerking mm-hmm. off on a mountaintop in Algeria, <laughs> yes. it's M-A-G-I-C-K. Exactly. <laughs> Halfway through jerking off, wait, how do we spell this again? <laughs> Should I come or is it spelled the right way? A magician never reveals his tricks. <laughs> a magician's uh, about to reveal his trick. <laughs> uh, Crowley proclaimed himself the sovereign Grand Master General of Ireland. <laughs> Iona and all of the Britons. Wow. Welcome to Ireland, Mr. Crowley. We've heard a lot about you. <laughs> the Sovereign Grandmaster General of Ireland sounds kind of like a reggae singer's name. Ireland! Sounds... <clears throat> you can just do anything. Whatever. Okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Prince Chris. <laughs> Ranking Michael. <laughs> Here's an also very weird thing. Alistair tried to become a spy for England in the World Wars, but I don't think it ever... It was, it was always rebuffed, but there were rumors... Because everywhere he went, the bad guy went, look at that guy. <laughs> he's got no hair, he's jacking off everywhere, wearing a pentagram necklace. <laughs> yeah, he's not the most inc- like, inconspicuous uh, double yeah. agent. Mr. T- Crowley, you're... Telling young men he's mystical all the time. <laughs> Um, there were rumors that he was doing intelligence (laughs) secret stuff with Ian Fleming the James Bond creator but I don't think it was that's cool (laughs) yeah Jizz Finger (laughs) that was that was a character based on Aleister Crowley what so you know Aleister the big thing he was doing in these rituals was sex magic that's so cool. Right. And sex magic was the basis for all of his rituals. Um, no, you're, you're not. Uh, the, uh, the goal. So the goal was you do sort of you have sex with these sex rituals and you yeah. sort of communicate with a higher being. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> Hurry. So getting to another thing of why Alistair might have been a bad guy, right? I mean, hey, people like all sorts of sex stuff. No judgment up here, that's for sure. However, I think it could be argued that for Crowley, you know, he might have been getting his followers to do a bunch of sexual stuff that might be a little unpleasant under the guise of... This is for magic reasons, But that is right? the thing. If it's mm. for magic, it's for magic. Just chill out. Exactly. It's Just kind take of a popper and chill out. It's for magic. Yes. And I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to do magic yeah. to you. And I'm healthy. There's no problems. Don't worry. Yeah, You're not do not get look at my dick yeah. or you will ruin the magic. All healthy penises are green. Yes. It's just not ripe yet, like a banana. (laughs) It's magic. (laughs) Yeah, it's gangrene magical. 
Um, so here's another thing about these sex rituals he would do. Yeah. He believed that consuming bodily fluids was a sacrament. So, Mike. Yeah. When, yes. When you, <laughs> when you go to mass, as you do, yeah. instead of being given a communion wafer to eat, yeah. you might get semen. Imagine, imagine a priest. Actually, they probably do that a lot. <laughs> Is it just yeah. semen, or is it like semen on... I also pre- read pretending menstrual... Pretending to be icing on a cupcake. Oh, I think I might have done that. I also read menstrual bl- blood. It's a right. bit nasty. Um, I, I, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I just mean if you yeah. eat it. Whatever. So he's into eating and drinking... And he got everybody to do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. So, um, now here's a fun thing. Uh, he lived in Sicily. Sicily for oh, a while. That reminds me of um, the mother on Golden Girls. Mm. Uh, remember? She, yeah. was, she was from Sicily. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Alistair Crowley. <laughs> Alistair Crowley reminds me of the mother from Golden Girls. Stop the presses. <laughs> So he lived in Sicily in a rundown house. Gather around, ladies and gentlemen, and eat my jizz. I'm your leader. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of sex rituals happened here. He called this the Abbey of Thelema. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. But get this. In How many ne- followers did he have at this point? I don't know. Just, just, what the hell is this just shit? 2,000. Just say a number, say a number. Yeah, 2,000. Yeah. 2,000, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but in 1923, an yeah. Englishman died under mysterious circumstances after one <laughs> ritual where he allegedly consumed the blood of a cat. Yeah. Oh. Mussolini's government was so appalled that they, <laughs> they banned Crowley from Italy. Yes. And he, his headquarters were closed and he had to leave. Bravo, Mussolini! Uh, Mussolini said, enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> This is weird. He's cleaning up Italy. <laughs> um, he made the cat's blood safe to drink. Yes. Yeah, the, trains were, the, trains were not time. the trains were not time. The yeah. cat's blood, blood yeah. is good to drink. So, uh, this cat's blood's not killing me. <laughs> so it's 1930, and uh, another thing Crowley did, he faked his own death to see what the reaction would be, which would be oh, cool. Yeah. It would be fun, yeah. I that's would like love a, to know. That's like a just for laughs gag. Yes! He pretended... Alistair Crowley's dead! And he points to the camera like, hey, there's the camera! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dead, you're eating my jizz! (laughs) So he he faked his own damn death. Yeah, he pretended to jump off a cliff. And he left a suicide note, but Mike, you were telling me that cool. um, he was supposed to be in hiding for a while. So, but, but he I couldn't resist. That, yeah, he read. Uh, I read that uh, he he faked his own death. He planned it meticulously, and he was going to disappear for like a year or two or something. But he got so impatient and so excited to see what would happen if he returned that he like very quickly just like reappeared. And everyone was like, "Oh, okay." That reminds me of a waiter I had one time that was trying to be funny. <laughs> Me and our friends, fellow friends Nathan and Aaron, were at a expectation restaurant. Okay. Did breakfast. I tell you this? Okay. And we're ordering breakfast before we're going to film something stupid. And then I go, he's like, do you want coffee? And I go, uh, no, do you have green tea? 
And he goes, no, I'm sorry, we're all out of green. I can't do it. We have green tea. I'll give you green tea. <laughs> he couldn't even finish the joke. <laughs> no, we don't have green tea. I can't do it. Yeah, we have green tea. Don't do that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Dan. That's Alistair Crowley. That's, I'm yeah. dead. No, I can't do it. I love you. I'm back. <laughs> Images. So uh, we're at the end of Crowley's life here. Oh, it's so sad. I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fun. He got chronic bronchitis. Oh, God. That's scary. Yeah. And his doctor analyzed him and prescribed him heroin. <laughs> Maybe not the best prescription because it's crazy how we think the world is nuts now. <laughs> yeah, this guy believes in magic and he's getting heroin for a fucking cold. Quick, doctor, I need heroin. I'm giving jizz to all the boys and girls. <laughs> the demons are complaining about the quality of my jizz. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, this is fucking... Cat's blood makes me cough, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So this is insane. So Crowley got addicted to the heroin. What a fucking nerd. I'm worth a million in prizes. (laughs) And, uh... Hey, wait, I got a new complaint. (laughs) And, so cool. And uh, addicted to heroin, Alistair died. Damn broke, it. Yeah. Broke in a boarding in house. In Seattle. In Seattle. Um, he was she, in the screaming trees. Yeah. yeah. He actually started the whole thing of having a goatee, Crowley. You know? So, um, but you know, so Crowley died in 1947, but he was an influential guy. Yeah, he's like, cool. Like I said, he was on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's. That's sick. Led yeah. Zeppelin inscribed yeah. a Thelemic Law into the vinyl. Apparently, or- he's the baby on Nevermind, too. Uh, <laughs> I think that's right. If you look at that's, that penis up close, it's not it's looking green. too healthy. It's green. Yeah. If I was that baby, I would sue Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dick looks delicious. <laughs> so it's Halloween. Yeah. It's Halloween, everyone. If you're a cop, it's Halloween. Fuck yes. you. Yeah. Me and cut to me in court. It's Halloween, Your Honor. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um so yes, Led Zeppelin in the vinyl of Led Zeppelin 3 inscribed <laughs> Do What Thou Wilt. Wow. Yeah. Oh. David Bowie referenced the lyrics, uh, referenced Crowley in yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, he referenced everything that was hot in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Ollie, Ozzy Osbourne paid tribute to him with a song called Mr. Crowley. <laughs> He's always yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, really, the New yeah. Age movement that started in the 50s was really directly inspired by by Crowley. Wow. How about that? So. He had a, a, just a beautiful, amazing life that we all should aspire to lead. <laughs> a beautiful life. He's not fucking evil at all. Okay, okay. Well, guys, so we're, we're nearing the end here. We have the evilometer ready, but just before we do the evilometer, oh, we, we are a little short on time. Right. But just before we do the evilometer, we have one more Shit. summon. Yeah. So let's let's get this last summon out. Nipple sucto. Nipple sucto. Triple fucto. Triple fucto. I sense an evil presence, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is, is, I sense an evil presence, but it, not quite yet. Oh. I, I'm, still, I'm still sensing it, though. 
Can we're, you? Yes. We're running out of time, but an evil presence is coming. <laughs> I, I I genuinely don't think the baby's dick looks delicious on the Nevermind cover. <laughs> I'm a married man. I'm happy. Oh, oh my God. God! An evil oh presence. What the fuck? <laughs> an evil presence is here. Wow. It's so scary. The evil presence is handing out bananas to everyone. What the hell? That's so scary. Oh, God. Wow. I'm, having a, I'm having a frightmare literally right the now. The evil's presence yeah. is clothes don't fit. Wow. <laughs> he's handing out bananas. He, he's like a yellow oh, man. Yeah, look. He's got one eye. I feel seen. He, he's yeah. handing out miniature versions of Mike. Yeah. So wow, <laughs> he's dropping. Okay, evil presence. We gotta go. Dropping some bananas. Yeah, evil presence. Okay. Who wants another banana? Who wants a banana? Oh, there he goes. He's throwing be bananas careful. to everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay, be careful, guys. Okay. Okay. Do not All sue right. us. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep your eyes and hands ready for a banana. Okay. Wow, he's okay. the evil presence is throwing bananas. <laughs> Into the darkness, yeah, people where people's eyes are. Can't see it at all. Cover your heads and faces. Oh, evil presence! Be careful. That's a real evil presence. Be careful. Did you take it easy? Are you okay? Are you okay? This is about One twenty-five bananas. bananas. Where'd you go to? Costco? Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I fucking hate bananas now. This is. Be careful. It never ends. Evil presence. We got 15 minutes left. Oh my god. Hurry the fuck up and throw these fucking bananas. <laughs> All right. Who are you and what are you? Get away from us. Banana? <laughs> oh my. Wait a second. Evil presence. Banana? <laughs> Banana? <laughs> Sir, can you speak English? I mean, it is English. <laughs> <laughs> Banana? Don't, don't split hairs, James! <laughs> Banana? Evil presence, wait a second. I think I... Wait, what are you? Big banana! It's a minion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Evil presence. Help. Are you are you a minion? Big, ban- big banana too sweaty. Okay. Big banana too sweaty. Not true. I'm sweating at the big same rate banana. as everyone else on stage. No. I'm not sweating big, at all. Big banana too warm. Too warm. <laughs> Minion, I, I didn't know minions were bad. I've never seen the movies, but I thought you guys were good or something. I thought you were cute and funny or something. <laughs> oh, oh, you want us to be funny? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Do um, you want me to read Wikipedia for two hours? <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Fuck you, piece of shit. No, no, fuck no, you, go, sorry, go to fucking hell. Yourself. I didn't know, I didn't know. Go up the star of Despicable no, Me's ass and die, you fucking piece of sorry, shit. Sorry, uh, What's his name, Arnold? What's the sorry. star of Despicable Me? What? 
Go fuck yourself. So how's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm an Indian. I'm an Indian. What's up? So minion, you're evil, huh? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of evil things have you done? Literally every single evil thing you can ever think of, we have been involved in. Have you had sex with someone and then killed them and hid their body after? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Many times. Well, what else? Oh. Um, well, what name of that thing? Okay, um, Jesus got crucified. Oh, good night, nurse. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Minions did that? Here's, here's my impression. Here's my impression of me and all my friends watching Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, be crucified on the cross for your sins. Here's my impression of me and all my friends. Banana. 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 Minion, you're just terrible. I don't like you even one bit. I kind of like him now. I like you. I like you, big banana. Uh, get away big from me. sweaty hot banana. <laughs> oh, a banana. I've never seen such a big banana with such messy hair. Oh, I don't think the big banana likes that. I don't think the big banana likes having messy hair. It's from it's curly because I'm part Irish. That's it. That's all there is to it. So, uh, Minion, what are you up to now? <laughs> you know what I Oh, what was that? Um, you know. Minion, you got anything coming out? Yeah. What are you doing in Toronto? Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm actually uh, one of the big parts of JFL 42. Congrats! Congrats! I'm part of the group that makes that happen in the city of year. That's uh, so cool, dude. Any evil and bad thing you have, I've got it. Wow, wow. Minion, do you think you'll be opening for John Mulaney this year or anything like that? Maybe if I get worse at stand-up. <laughs> Minion! Minion. Minion. You can't... <laughs> you can't say that, Minion. Oh, I love this guy. Jesus you know, I would open for John Mulaney, but I don't know if I've done enough CBC articles about what it's like being a stand-up during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm quite there yet. <laughs> Keep going, Minion. Keep going. Minion, you're just awful. We're the worst. I'm surprised it's taking you so long to have us on your show because, I mean... We're the worst in the world yeah. of all time. It's good. I love it. Wow. Well, I think um, we've all learned a lot about minion culture tonight. I do, too, and I didn't like all of it. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, before the minion goes, is there any other questions you wanted to ask him? Or? Yeah, can you never uh, bite into me again? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I swear I'll never bite you again. All right. Well, Minion, uh, before you go, is there anything you wanted to promote or let us know? Or, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already, you already oh, asked yeah. that. Oh, did I? Okay, well. Lots I want to promote. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, I, I just came out here to say what's up to everybody. Yep, yep. Nice. All right. You got Instagram? Yeah. All right. 
Mr. Minion. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank Minions! You. Thank you for the Minion Thank to you, join Minion. us tonight. The Minion, everybody. Happy Halloween, everybody! Okay. From your old town, the Minion. Okay. Oh. He's a rowdy it's okay, guy. It's okay. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Thank you, Minion. Thank you. All right. There's the, there goes the Minion. Now, guys, we're fighting the clock here, but we've got one last thing to do. It's time for us to bring out, at the end of every episode, we give a mark to our, uh, a score to our topic. So this week, we're going to give a score to Aleister Crowley, but we have to bring out the Evilometer. 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 Come on out, sir. Come on out. Look, okay. Mike, you got to describe him. Oh, it's he's okay. a little bit shy, but don't be shy, Evilometer. Come on out. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You can do it. There Come he on. is. Come on. Isn't he a beautiful audience? It's okay, Evilometer. We're he, friends. He's not throwing things at you. <laughs> the Evilometer looks great. Yeah, an Evilometer is hot as fuck. Yeah. Um, Those nice big nipples. Yes. <laughs> okay, who should go first giving a score? I'll go first. You go first. Okay. All right. I'm giving Alistair Crowley a one. <laughs> a one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't give a shit. Sounded fun. All right. Sounded like he had a great time. All right, I'm going to go second. I, I think he was, uh, like, you know, creepy. So I'm going to give him, um, I'm giving him a 4.0. Yeah, I guess me then. Uh, I guess abandoning his family and making his wife go insane uh, was not nice. I forgot about that part. Um and uh, but he also did, that's worth one maybe yeah, yeah. Mm. but he I guess he just was lost in his own illness and and made up spells for to jerk off with demons I'm gonna give him a four point two <laughs> well there we go evil thank Lover, you thank so you much for joining round of applause for the evil thank you, thank you. go. Get out of here. You're good. Go. go on. Go on. Go. You did a great job. Great job. Go. Doesn't he, barely has love handles. Yeah. What's he do? No, he looks great. Well, guys, that's the end of the show. That's yeah. it. Guys, thank, thank you, so you so much, much. for coming. We really appreciate it. We hope you uh, we hope you all enjoyed the show tonight. Thank you, James, for taking us on a trip to the life of Aleister Crowley. And let's hear it. Uh, let's also hear for our special guests who helped us tonight uh, Idi Amin, Brandon Ash Muhammad yes <laughs> Megan McCain was Suze Kempner yes. and then the minion I don't know who that was who was the minion I think it was the Tim, that was Tim Gilbert everybody oh! Segment's gonna be great on the podcast. Yes. There was a lot of verbal. Yeah. yeah. And let's keep it going for the evilometer, Marty Tub. Yes. yes. And thank you guys so much for coming. We appreciate it so nice, so much. We'll oh, see you after what? out there selling shirts. Thank you so much for coming. Oh yeah, we're yeah, selling shirts. Thank you. Twenty-five bucks. Have a good night. Thank you.
Love you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Enjoy your banana. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.